Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? Very soon, I will be announcing a special contest where you can win a 2,000-plus piece Lego kit. But this contest is exclusively for the ADHD Essentials Facebook community. So go to facebook.com slash ADHD Essentials community to sign up or check out the link in the show notes. Also, if you're not listening to ADHD Rewired, Hacking Your ADHD, ADHD Diversified, and the ADHD Friendly Lifestyle, you're missing out on a huge piece of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I can't recommend each of those shows highly enough. You'd be doing yourself a great service by listening. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about transitions and video games. Mostly transitions. The video game stuff is more by way of example for transitions, mainly because video games kind of cause the biggest difficulty when it comes to transitions, at least with the clients that I talk to. So when it comes to transitioning, I like to break it down into a few different categories. The first way I split it up is by looking at physical transitions, emotional transitions, and mental transitions. The most obvious of those are physical transitions. It's really easy to see when someone has gone from one place to another, or shifted from one position to another, or put something down. Those things make it really easy that some kind of transition has occurred, and it also makes it easy for us to mistakenly assume that the transition is completed. But it isn't, necessarily, because we also have to transition emotionally and cognitively to whatever that new thing is. Using video games as the example. Just because your kid has put the controller down, or the iPad down, that doesn't mean they're ready to interact in a way that is useful. That doesn't mean that they've put down the game. So just give them a minute, after they've put down whatever it is they're using to play the game, so that they can get their brain to where you need it to be, so they can hear what you're saying to them, and understand it. Also, video games promote a lot of emotions inside of us as we play them. There's excitement, there's fear, there's joy, there's elation, there's tension. We got to get rid of that stuff before we can gently interact with the folks around us. This is especially true for Fortnite. So when you've got your kid coming out of the video game, pay attention to where they're at before you ask them to do their homework or clean their room or wash the dishes. And that brings us to the second piece of transitioning that I like to play with, which is every transition is actually two transitions. We have to transition out of the thing we're doing and into the next thing. And there's a little bit of a gap in the middle there where 
your kid may be out of the video game, but that doesn't mean that they're pivoting all the way into trigonometry or shapes or whatever their homework is about. So be mindful of that and give them time to make those transitions. When we don't give our kids enough time to transition, that's where mistakes are made. That's where a lot of anxiety and conflict comes up. That's how we start adding extra bricks into our walls of awful that don't need to be there. And that can be the wall of awful for your kid and their English homework, or that can be your wall of awful for interacting with your kid. So just try to read them. See how effectively they've made the transition out of what they were doing and into what comes next. Video games are probably one of the harder things to transition out of because they're so engaging, because they elicit so many different emotions, because they're easier to do than the real world. A video game never challenges us at a level that we're not ready for, at least not for very long. The real world is sometimes way too easy, it's sometimes way too hard, it's rarely in that sweet spot, which is what video games are designed to land in. So that's part of why they're so engaging, and part of why they're hard to come out of. And you might sit back and say, I don't get it. Sometimes my kid can stop playing video games really easily, and sometimes my kid really struggles to play video games. There's lots of reasons why that might be the case, why they might be having trouble with that transition. If your kid loves basketball, they're playing video games before a basketball game, it might be easy for them to transition to the basketball game because they look forward to it. They're excited about it. It's something to go towards. But they might struggle with going from video games to homework or chores because no one wants to do homework and no one wants to do chores. Those are things to move away from for a lot of us. And the video game is something to stay engaged with and continue to do. So oftentimes that difference is based on where they're headed. But it can also be based on where they're coming from. They might be playing a video game that they don't like that much, but it's something to do. They might be playing a video game that they love. They might be playing a video game that's new and they're still figuring it out, so it's easy for them to come out of it. Or it might be a a long-time favorite that they've played a thousand times, and that might be easy to come out of. Or it might be really hard for them to come out of that game. So these are the kinds of things we want to think about when we're looking at transitions for our kids. What is the task or activity that they're coming out of, and what is the task or activity that they're heading towards? Because it's not just video games. You might have a kid that struggles getting out of the pool when they go swimming because it's so much fun for them. Totally valid. It's all about how hard or easy it is to make that transition out of the activity that they're engaged in and how hard or easy it is for them to make the transition into the thing that they need to do next. And going back into that physical, mental, and emotional model that I mentioned a few minutes ago, that plays a role here too because The bigger the physical transition, the more obvious it is that we're shifting to something new. That can be helpful. That can help us to do the next thing. And it can also help us make an emotional transition and a mental transition. This is best illustrated in the adult world by a commute. Those of us who drive to work, we have a lot of time to transition because we're driving to work or driving home. Those of us who work from home, There's less time in our physical transition, and that means there's less time for our emotional and cognitive transition. One thing I do, because I work from home, 
is I just stay in my office when I'm done working with clients. I hang in my office for 10 or 15 minutes to make sure that I've emotionally and mentally transitioned into being dad because that helps me have a better interaction with my kids. Now, obviously, I can't always spend 10 or 15 minutes doing that. Sometimes I just have to go upstairs, do some stuff with my kids, and then come back down to meet with another client. But if I can, I try to put at least a five-minute buffer in there between family time, job time. When I go to Kempo, I prefer to have a little bit of a buffer there to transition into more of a martial arts mentality. When you're navigating life with your kids, when you're navigating life in general, pay attention to how transitions work for you. Pay attention to how you can improve them. Think about things like, how are you physically transitioning? How are you mentally transitioning? How are you emotionally transitioning? And also, how hard or easy is it for you to transition out of what you were doing and into what is coming next? In a future episode, I will talk about rituals and how we can use those to help aid in transition. But for now, I hope you found this useful. Have a good day. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, ADHDessentials.com. And visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.